0: And welcome to the Sacred City Life podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean, pastor of Sacred City Church in Davenport, Iowa. And this podcast is mainly for our church. We want to help our people follow Jesus in the ordinary, normal rhythms of daily life. Um, but if you are from another church, and uh, I get some emails from pastors and saying they're listening and thanking us for the podcast, and so... We welcome all listeners everywhere. Give us a nod. Give us a like on on Facebook or on your podcast app or share it with a friend. We would appreciate it. We want to be effective for Jesus. We want to make as many disciples as possible and help people kind of take every thought captive and uh, follow Jesus in the normal rhythms of life. So that's what we're doing on this podcast. Um, Got the normal guys with me today. I got our Deacon of Sacred City Youth, Alex Tate. How's it going, guys? And I got my pastoral assistant Kevin Noor. Hey guys. And, uh, we had one listener say that they saw, they, they saw a picture of you, Alex. Oh yeah. And they said, man, he does not look anything like I thought he looked like. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know. I, I just wasn't expecting that. And I'm thinking like, I've known you for so long. Yeah. So like your voice and your face is so like tied together. I was <laughs> like, well, I don't know what he thought you looked <laughs> like, but, um, yeah, you'll have, to, you'll have to search the interwebs if you want to see what we actually look like if you don't know <laughs> yeah. us. Uh, but this podcast is, uh, we've kind of got, we've got s- different segments that we think is helpful for people. Sometimes we just talk about the sermon from the week before. Uh, a lot of times we talk about topics that come up in culture. Um, we, uh, and then we have this segment. This segment is called Theology for Everyone. And what we're doing is very, in a um, systematic way, We are working through the great doctrines of the Bible. Um, We're building out, working out a systematic theology. And one of the uh, most historic, one of the oldest, and one of the really the most concise Mm. is um, the Westminster Confession of Faith. Now, I know we've been working on this for a while. I don't know how many podcasts we've done on this. But this little Westminster Confession of Faith can fit in your pocket And my like, you know, systematic theologies, those things can open a door or kill an intruder, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, you know what I mean?
1: Don't throw it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: So this is, you know, we're, we're, we go a little deep, but we're not going all the way to the bottom. Yeah. Right. And there's, there's levels to this. And we want to talk about theology in a way that is applicable for the housewife and the businessman and the garbage man and everybody in between. Mm -hmm. But we also want, we want to, we want to get a little deep, right? We, yep. we want to scratch the surface a little bit so it's not, not just uh, any one ear and out the other and, oh yeah, I already knew that, I already knew this. So, so what we're doing is we're just working um, article by article through the Westminster Confession of Faith. We're in chapter 14 now. Chapter 14 is on saving faith. If you remember, we're working our way through what we call the golden chain of salvation, mm-hmm. um, God's predestined plan all you know through election through calling um all 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 the way up and we talked about justification and and now we're in um of saving faith and we're going to look at article 2 so this chapter 14 of saving faith article 2 and article 3 today and uh kevin would you go ahead and uh so it's all about faith so what is faith where does faith come from Um, There's a lot of faulty teaching about what what faith is in our society today. You hear about word of faith preachers or uh, like more of the prosperity gospel. Um, They've got a different understanding of of faith than what the Bible actually teaches. So we're going to break this down and um, pull out some scriptures. So Kevin, would you go ahead and read it for us today?
2: Yeah. By this faith, a Christian believeth to be true whatever is revealed in the word. For the authority of God himself speaking therein, and acteth differently upon that which each particular passage thereof containeth, yielding obedience to the commands, trembling at the threatenings, and embracing the promises of God for this life, and that which is to come. But the principal acts of saving faith are accepting, receiving, and resting upon Christ alone for justification, sanctification, and eternal life by virtue of the covenant of grace.
0: What a paragraph, mm-hmm. <laughs> man. So I know that was probably really difficult to follow as you're listening. So we're going to go through that um, line by line, maybe word by word, and we're, then we're going to add some scripture to it and we're going to break it down. Remember, article one of chapter 14 said that faith is is a grace. Remember it said the grace of faith. So faith is a gift of God. God gives us our faith. Okay. But article two says by this faith, so God gives us this faith. Now, what do we do with it? Mm. A Christian believeth to be true whatsoever is revealed in the word for the authority of God himself speaking therein. So the first thing we see is that our faith is, it's almost a, how do I say this? Um, What's the word I'm looking for? That when God gives us his faith, we believe God.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Okay, we believe God. Now here's the deal. I don't, when I come to faith and God saves me and gives me this faith, I don't even know everything that's in the Bible.
2: Yeah. Right? right.
0: I'm still 20 years later reading the Bible and, and learning new things. And so this faith that God gives me takes God at his word, even before I know what his word's going to tell me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So faith believes God. God has revealed himself in his word. Therefore, faith believes anything in the Bible to be true.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, this, this is, has a lot of worldview implications. Yeah. There is no, well, I believe that part of the Bible, but I don't believe this part of the Bible. You, you can't do that. You are believing yourself yeah. to be the authority and not <clears throat> God to be the authority. You take all of the word of God, or you take, or you get none of the word of God. Right. It's, all, it's an all or nothing deal. Yeah.
1: Okay. So if you have faith, you can actually like you believe everything in the Bible. But is there there are times where you don't believe certain things, and then God has to do some work in your heart?
0: Yes, but um, that's Article Three. So I'm not, <laughs> you're jumping ahead, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So by this faith, a Christian believeth to be true whatsoever is revealed in the Word. For the authority of God Himself speaking therein. out <laughs> no here. <laughs> got sirens coming. Okay, for the authority of God Himself speak it therein. We got a scripture for that.
1: Yes, John four four. They said to the woman, "It is no longer because of what you said that we believe; for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world."
0: Okay. So a woman God does a miracle for, she goes and tells people, they kind of believe her testimony, but then when they see it and they hear his words, now they, now that belief has, has become personal, yeah. that faith has come alive in their own heart, and now yeah. they believe Jesus Christ, okay? Now, this is interesting. This faith, so first off, this faith believes, if it's in the Bible, I believe it, mm, right. okay? Yep. It's the word of God, I believe it. But here's, here's interest, This is an interesting s- statement. And acteth differently upon that which each particular passage contains. Now, what does it mean? It means the Bible, it's not all um, written. Well, it's got it's got different purposes. Mm. There is law in the Bible, there is gospel in the Bible, there is narrative in the Bible, right? There's prose, there's poetry, there's a lot of different types or genres of literature in the Bible. And so faith responds differently to each type of literature in the Bible. Okay, so this is what they mean by that. Yielding obedience to the commands. We got a scripture for that?
1: Yes, Romans 16, 29. But has now been disclosed and through the prophetic... Writings has been made known to all nations according to the commands of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith.
0: To bring about the obedience of faith. So part one, one purpose of the word of God is to bring about the obedience of faith. So when the Bible says, husbands, love your wives, how, what does faith do with that Bible verse?
2: It says, all right, I'm going to love my wife. Yes. Yep. It
0: doesn't just... Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I believe husbands should love their wives. But what about when? Yeah, yep. doesn't do any of that. So faith, the, the the this isn't this interesting. The it's not just a mental assent. Fathers don't provoke your children to anger, right? Don't provoke your children. Oh yeah, yeah. Fathers shouldn't provoke their children. I believe that. No, you believe that when you obey that and mm. don't provoke your children. Yeah. Right. So faith, so we see here that there's more to faith than just believing something is true.
1: Yeah.
0: Faith requires obedience. Yeah. So if I believe that scripture teaches that we should give financially, you know, at least 10% of our income back to the local church so they can do the, the ministry and build up the body of Christ and further the mission of God, oh yeah, I believe that to be true but I don't actually do it, mm. I don't believe it, mm. right? This is what Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruit, mm. right? Mm. Why? Because faith produces fruit, mm. right? So faith, when you read a command in the Bible that says, you know, in, in our vernacular, don't sleep with your girlfriend, right? Guess what faith looks like? You don't sleep with your girlfriend, yeah. right? Right? So that's what faith looks like, yielding obedience to the commands. There's certain commands in Scripture, and we are still commanded to obey them. Trembling at the threatenings. Now that is interesting. We got a text for that one.
2: Yeah, Isaiah 66, 2. All these things my hand has made, and so all these things came to be, declares the Lord. But this is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word.
0: Wow, wow. So he who trembles mm-hmm. at the word of God. Obviously, what does that mean? That means we have an appropriate fear of God, mm-hmm. a reverence. We hold him in high esteem and awe. Well, how do we know if we do that? Well, do we tremble at his word? Yeah. Are we quick to obey his word? Are we quick to confess our sins? Yeah. Do we want all areas of our life to come under the lordship of Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Right. Do, do we are we are we working to get our thought life in line with the word of god are yeah. we memorizing scripture are we um repudiating false and faulty philosophy that we've picked up in from our culture in different places um does god does god's word settle every argument
1: mm-hmm. yeah. That's
0: good. right like you having an argument somebody pulls out a scripture you didn't you weren't you forgot about oh man boom that settled it Right. You tremble at the threatenings. Right.
1: Is that something that normally happens right away um, when you you get that trembling and you you hear scripture? Or is it a lot of times where people process it and then come back and, you know, ask for that forgiveness and repentance?
0: I think it's different. It's different probably for every person. Mm -hmm. Um, When a person first comes, it just totally depends on their story and what, what kind of what they came out of. I know people that grew up like Catholics, or they grew up uh, in a legalistic home, and they naturally kind of tremble at authority, mm-hmm. right? Um, but they didn't actually embrace Jesus Christ for salvation. So that, so trembling at authority and trembling at God's word might actually be kind of second nature for them, mm-hmm. just because the way they're they're raised. Whereas somebody who had no rules, and they come in here and they hear a rule, they are like repulsed by rules, right? Yeah. And it might take them a while to actually see that, oh, wait, these rules are pointing towards the good life and pointing towards obedience to God. And they're actually, you know, for my good. So I think it depends on your story. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we see faith responds differently um, to each piece of the word of God. It yields obedience to the commands. It trembles at the threatenings and embraces the promises of God for this life and that which is to come.
2: Yep. You a text. Hebrews 11 13. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. So, God makes a lot of promises in scriptures. And what are we supposed to do with those promises?
0: We're supposed to stand on those promises, we're supposed to believe those promises, we're supposed to trust. In those promises, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. and and cherish them and hold them dear to our heart. Um and I, I literally I you could list there's I don't even know how many. There's hundreds, thousands, I don't know, of promises um that God gives us in the scriptures. Now, um the biggest promise, right? The, the biggest promise is the promise of the gospel itself. Yeah. Yeah. That if you and this that's why they go on. They say this. But the principal acts of saving faith are accepting, receiving, and resting upon Christ alone for justification, sanctification, and eternal life by virtue of the covenant of grace. Mm. Okay? There's a text for that one.
1: Yeah, 1 John seven, 12. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God.
2: And then Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me.
0: Okay, we've got some great promises right there. I mean, the promise of the gospel... Um, and the way, the scripture that you re- read, Alex, was really the promise of sonship or the promise mm-hmm. of yeah. adoption. That if we turn from our, if we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we turn from our sins, that we are adopted into the family of God, and that is a huge promise, yeah. Yeah. right? And what do we do with that promise? We believe it, we accept it, we receive it, and we we rest in it, yeah. or we rest upon Christ alone for our justification, sanctification, eternal life. All this comes through the covenant of grace. So we see here different parts of the word of God, Mm -hmm. right? There's commands there. There's promises there. There's threatenings there. There's all kinds of different things. And faith kind of does different things with each part, which each aspect of the word of God. Mm. It obeys. It trusts. It trembles. It worships. It rejoices. I mean, yeah. you're going to have a lot of different things that faith actually does. But what we see, and we're, we're already, you're seeing what the kind of the reformers were trying to do uh, when they're writing this, is they're 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 wanting to get away from this idea that faith is just, oh yeah, I know that.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That you can know that Jesus Christ was real. You could know that he died on the cross for your sins and you could still not be saved. Mm. There's an aspect of saving faith that requires your personal investment, your personal leaning on it, your personal trusting in it, your personal turning away from your own ways of justifying yourself and turning towards the justification that can only be found in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so this is why, you know, James would say faith without works is dead. Yeah. This is why it's James who says, e- you know, you believe that God is one good for you. Even the demons believe that. <laughs> wow. And shudder, you know, like, yeah. so, so he's saying there's a, there's a, the demons, devils have a certain aspect of faith. Devils believe in God. Devils have good theology. Devils believe Jesus died on the cross for the world's sins, Yeah, but they don't love it, they don't trust it, mm. they don't obey it.
1: Yeah. Right? And, and, and this, it says, accept, receive, and rest. Mm-hmm. You know, that just seems like, I mean, such a gift. It definitely um, us being a child, children of God, you know, as sons and daughters, um, how he gives us great gifts. Yes. You know.
0: Yeah. Huge. And, uh, and that's it. So our responsibility, accept, Receive and rest upon Christ alone for justification. That's yeah. good news, man. Yeah. That's good news.
2: All right. Article 3.
0: You want to read it, Kevin?
2: Sure. This faith is different in degrees, weak or strong, may be often and many ways assailed and weakened, but gets the victory, growing up in many to the attainment of a full assurance through Christ, who is both the author and finisher of our faith.
0: All right, so this is getting at what you were mentioning, what you asked, Alex. Do I sometimes, you know, do I believe things now and then maybe I won't believe things later? Or, or does my faith kind of ebb and flow? Does mm-hmm. it increase? Does it decrease? And the Westminster divines say, yep, it sure does. This faith is different in degrees, weak or strong. We got a text for that? Yeah,
1: Hebrews Hebrews 5 13, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child.
0: So there's beginner faith, right? You come in like a child, right? And you're meant to grow up into manhood. You're meant to grow up into maturity, right? Mm -hmm. And so Paul talks about there's men and women who are weak in faith, Mm -hmm. right? And so they have weak consciences and different things. And so, so yeah, there's going to be people there's going to be Christians and there's all of us at times we're going to have weak faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to be tempted. You see this all throughout scripture. You see it with Jonah running from God. You know, Mm -hmm. you see it from Elijah who preaches the gospel or preaches and does miracles and all this stuff happens. And then the next thing, you know, he's weeping and he's sad and he's afraid to go follow God. And he's, he just wants to sit down and die. Mm -hmm. Um, We get taught. I mean, and this is interesting. So our faith, it's tied to our bodies. Yeah. It's tied. I mean, we're embodied creatures, so a lot of times, you know, when uh, when you get tired, you're physically tired. Your faith can be really weak. Hmm. It's easier to lash out. Easier to get anger. Easy to get depressed. Easier to, you, you know, maybe sin in other different in different ways, right? Yeah. So our faith is different in degrees, weak or strong. Maybe often and many ways assailed or assaulted think about that or like because the enemy is shooting fiery darts at us right yeah. the enemy's attacking us and he might get us when our faith is weak yeah. and exactly that's exactly what he wants mm. right if you're a criminal criminals don't walk up to people you know make eye contact across the parking lot and walk right up to them and try to take their bag yeah or t- try to take their purse or try to take their wallet no no what do you want to do you you watch the news and what do they always say he came out of nowhere and it happened so fast, mm. right? And so what does the devil want to do? He wants to come out of nowhere and he wants it to happen really fast when, yeah. you're, not, when you're least expecting it, mm-hmm. right? That's going to be his tactics. So when you're tired, when it's late at night, when you had a rough day, um, whatever, you know, whatever it is. When you're traveling, you know, you're away on work. So faith is in different degrees, weak or strong, may be often in many ways assailed, And weakened, but here's, here's, this is cool. But gets the victory. We got a scripture for that?
1: Yeah, Luke 22, 31. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he may sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers.
0: Boom, okay, so we see and we see this exact thing happen right? Mm. And Peter's like Peter's at this moment Peter's faith is full and he's like what never i am not going to do that. He's like the, the this one ta- like one of the opportunities Peter literally not trusting the word of Christ.
2: Yes. <laughs> Jesus says you're going
0: to do something no i'm not you're crazy. And then so that so he, Peter's faith is high right there but then when he sees Jesus get drug away and beaten and all and everybody scattered now his faith is weak yeah. and what happens when his faith is weak he fails jesus right he yeah. betrays jesus but that faith did not ultimately fail he still get he still got the victory because yeah. satan sifted him like wheat but jesus prayed for him and his faith did not fail he was restored and of course began to preach the gospel mm. again and the rest is kind of history yeah
1: so so is there a such thing as always having strong faith, I guess you would say?
0: Always? I don't think so. I mean hmm. I don't think so. I, I think that would deny probably the human the human experience that um you, you no, I'm going to say absolutely not. Mm. Because Jesus is the most perfect example of having strong faith, right? Yeah. And even Jesus was like weeping and sweating drops of blood and saying father if this cup could pass from me let take it away you know but yeah. not my will your will mm-hmm. so you could you see jesus's faith like never breaks but you see it you know stumble yeah without trying to without being sacrilegious or you yeah. know heretical there mm-hmm. you see him like at the bottom like mm-hmm. you know so i i don't if that was the reality for for jesus the sinless son of god yeah. I think that's going to be the reality for everyone. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cuz I, I mean I asked that question because there's probably so many Christians that are out there that are just like, man, I, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm I'm like a roller coaster. I, sometimes I go up and down and um, and you know, my faith and it's strong and it's weak. And for what you just said there that I'm um, as a Christian and as a, you know, a human, those things will happen.
0: Yeah. And this is that's another reason why it's so important that you read the Old Testament too, mm-hmm. and not yeah. just the New Testament. Because when you go to Hebrews eleven and you read all of the heroes, if you don't know those heroes' stories, you're not getting what they're talking about.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Because they're calling them heroes of faith, mm-hmm. and Samson is in there. You know? <laughs> yeah, Samson. You read Samson's story, and you, if you just read it without that New Testament scripture, you're like, this guy's a failure, yeah. an abject failure. Yeah. Um, but when you see it through the eyes of faith, you realize that he was he he was a hero, and he's even though he stumbled, and he you know he was good and bad and good and bad and stumbled, he ended his life in faith. He ended his life believing, and so yeah. in the new heavens and the new earth, Sam's is going to be there with eyes and fully sanctified and redeemed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and probably yoked out of his mind.
1: Super <laughs> super yoked.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So so faith may may. Stumble, uh, maybe weak or strong, but it will get the victory. Growing up in many to the attainment of full assurance through Christ. We got a
2: scripture? Hebrews ten twenty two. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water.
0: So one of the problems with a person who has weak faith and usually, a person who has weak faith—let me just play it like this—they believe Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. Uh, they don't read their Bible very often. They very rarely come to church. They don't—they don't value Christian community, and therefore, their walk with the Lord is greatly hindered. And I think they're probably going to struggle with with uh, sins. In a, greater, in a greater dimension potentially because they're not partaking in the means of grace mm. and they're, therefore they're going to be weaker in faith and they're going to be e- easily buffeted by Satan and they will probably be often concerned about the state of their soul. Mm. Am I a Christian? Am I not a Christian? Am I a Christian? Am I a real Christian? Do I really have faith? Do I not? Mm. Now, if a person doesn't go to church and does, doesn't involve the Christian community and doesn't read their Bible, and yet they they're really confident in their faith. Then I think that's a sign that they don't have really they don't have real faith. They have mm. a false faith. Mm. They have a false faith. Yeah. But, um, what happens as you mature in your faith and you're partaking in the means of grace and the Lord's Supper and hearing the Word preached more and more and you're being sanctified, you begin to see uh, some victories over sin. You feel a nearness to Jesus. You hate your sin. You still continue to sin, but you do sin less in, in some regards. Or, um, but what what happens there is you gain assurance. Mm. Like you know, He is my Father. Yeah. He has forgiven my sins.
1: Yeah.
0: You you gain a confidence, not an arrogance, not a haughtiness. You don't uh, presume upon the grace of the Lord, but you just you you know that you're, you've been adopted, yeah. right? And, and, and that's a gift. Yeah. That's a gift mm-hmm. to not doubt if you're saved or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge gift. So, and that comes through, through Christ, who is both the author and the finisher of our faith.
2: Scripture. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hebrews twelve two, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Good news. Yeah.
0: So the author and the finisher, man. I love it. He wrote it. He concluded it. He gave it to us. He's going to complete it. Yeah. We remember he said to the father that you gave me some sheep and I never lost one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Listen, Jesus is a perfect shepherd and he's not going to ruin that reputation on you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I
0: mean? He's never failed anybody. He's not going to fail you. He's not going to fail us. And so our hope is that Jesus will keep us. Jesus will preserve us. Um, He gave us the faith, and he's going to make sure that faith stays with us until the days we walk through the gates of heaven, or he comes back and renews and restores this world.
2: Amen.
0: So um, this is chapter 14 of Saving Faith. This is a uh, key piece in the golden chain of salvation. Hopefully this was encouraging to you. And what do I mean encouraging? To encourage someone means to give them strength. Mm-hmm. Listen, why do we need strength? Why do we need courage? The only time you need courage is in the midst of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're afraid, you need courage. Well, that's why God gives us faith, right? Yeah. To, to encourage us in the midst of fear. So no matter what it is that you're going through right now, with whether it's COVID stuff, whether it's... You're fearful about your children. You're fearful about your relationship with God. You're fearful about your relationship with your mare, your spouse, whoever. Fearful about, fearful about your job, your future. That we want uh, to encourage you in your faith. Yeah. Right? And God gives us the gift of faith to get us through those difficult things, to push back that fear in our life. And we hope we can help you guys do that. So if um, you got any questions on this, Please email me, Justin Dean at sacredcitychurch.com. We'd love to answer any questions that you've got on the podcast, and we will talk to you soon. God bless.